Hi, everyone. I am Emily Landers, and this is How'd She Do That? A podcast answering that question each episode. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to our TSC recap mini series. I hope that you all have been enjoying these fun conversations highlighting the Southern Sea Summit that I was able to attend in Sea Island, Georgia. The hope behind these mini series was really selfishly to reconnect <laughs> with many of my real life friends and other attendees to continue the conversation around female entrepreneurship and really get to hear action items, takeaways, lessons learned from the conference. So while the connect for many of us was the conference, I hope that these conversations continue to be a great source of encouragement to my listeners, not only if you were considering, you know, joining the conference at some point or looking at similar events that might be inspiring to you, but also if you're not able to travel right now, if you're not able to join in uh, the fun of these different live conversations, with other business owners and female entrepreneurs that you would feel very much included in today's conversations and the upcoming conversations that we're actually going to have through the end of March. So our Friday bonus episodes, we will continue to highlight the different lessons learned. And I am very hopeful uh, that these conversations encourage and inspire you in your own business. Well, with all of that in mind, I am so excited for all that's to come with How'd She Do That this spring and summer. We have quite a few things up our sleeve, so be sure to be following us over at How'd She Do That podcast, and of course, subscribe so that you're in the know for new episodes. Lastly, I want to extend a special thank you to our monthly supporters who choose a variety of different ways to support, whether that's a 99 cents contribution to a 1099 contribution. You guys are the best. I'm so grateful to have that support as we continue to bring new conversations like today's episode to your ears. So thank you guys. And without further ado, here is Blair Rogers on How'd She Do That? Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's special mini-series recapping the TSC Summit with my friend, Blair Rogers. Blair, welcome to How'd She Do That? Hello, Emily Landers. I am so thrilled and honored to be here. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is a conversation. I, I'm I'm laughing already. I think this is going to be a little preview because I think we're going to have you on again for a Tuesday episode. But you have been so gracious to join me with this mini series. And we were actually able to meet at the summit. But how about this? For everybody who maybe doesn't know you, could you give us a little introduction? Maybe introduce yourself. Of course. So my name is Blair Rogers, just like you said, and I have been married to my husband, Dwight, for 10 years. Wow. We have three children, Sutton, who is six, Quint, who is five, and Griffin, who is almost two. Oh. We live in North Palm Beach, Florida, which is a small little community in the Palm Beach area in sunny South Florida. I grew up in Texas and married a Florida guy and never thought I would love anywhere as much as Texas, but Emily, you and I have a similar experience. And that now you live in a very dreamy beach destination yes. just on the other side of the U.S. Yes. After um, originally hailing from Texas. Yes. <laughs> I, I graduated from Texas A&M with a degree in communications, did a few various 
jobs prior to having kids and becoming a stay-at-home mom. And during that time, I started a lifestyle blog called Texaflora, which, as you might have guessed, based on what I just told you, is a nod <laughs> to my upbringing as a Texan and now where my feet reside, which is here in Florida. So I started it about four years ago when I had two small babies and was just desiring something to do in the little bit of free time that I had. And I blogged sporadically in the past, starting back in the early to mid-2000s when I was in college. Um, and then again, once I got married. And um, then I decided to really press a little bit, you know, more intentionally into it as, you know, at that time, social media was really coming alongside the blogging world. And I was just really felt that I could offer something um, in that place. Mm -hmm. And so I began taking pictures of just, you know, simple but family favorite meals that I was making. Oh. I would put up my phone in the slats of our plantation shutters and set <laughs> auto timer and take outfit pictures. So I have very humble <laughs> beginnings. Um, and if you scroll back far enough on my Instagram profile, you can embarrassingly probably <laughs> find those. Okay. We, we all have to start somewhere. Yes. <laughs> So I do spend the majority of my time um, on social platforms and sharing there, um, even though I consider myself a blogger, most of my sharing is on Instagram. So my primary job is still being a mom, and this is just a part-time job for me, but I am very hopeful, and I'll kind of share a little bit about that as we get into my experience at the Southern Sea and just where this could go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, you just said something that's really interesting and I want to point it out for you all. I can't believe you've only been doing this, like, I guess aggressively, or maybe that's too strong of a word for four years. I know. It feels longer to be it honest. It feels longer to me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure it feels longer to you, but that's a yeah. quick, I mean, in my opinion, I look at something that I'm like, to me personally, that's a quick growth. Um, and we're going to give you guys a chance to connect with Blair, but I'm excited. I'm excited to hear, you know, what it was that, that you were hoping for to get out of the summit and, and really hear a little bit more of your side of, of thoughts and, and kind of what your main takeaways were. So thank you. That was a fabulous introduction and a few elements I was actually not aware of, but I'd love to know, because I'm thinking about you kind of stepping into blogging and like you said, sharing more in social media, how did you originally hear about the summit and, and what was it that you originally made you want to go? So I believe it was through the same person that first told you about the summit. Ooh. And that was the lovely Caroline Bramlett. Uh, yes. Style. The sweetest person in the world. Caroline, we love oh, you. Really, <laughs> we do. We love Caroline and I'm convinced that the Southern Sea needs to hire her as their personal oh, right. spokesperson. <laughs> I said the same thing to her. I'm like, girl, what's going because on here? It feels like she holds the unofficial title. So I know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but I was I was a longtime follower follower of hers just on social media. And then she moved to Palm Beach about oh, two yeah. years ago. And we were able to become um, IRL friends and real life friends, Aww. just like when I are officially now. Yes, <laughs> the best. <laughs> and it is. It's so wonderful. And anyways, just through our work, you know, relationships and just personal relationships, she would just casually drop in the Southern Sea just organically through conversations that we would have. And whether it be about work or just her personal enjoyment and, you know, just everything that she had gained from her involvement with that. And so 
over Christmas break. Again, we have very parallel stories with this. I love hearing this. This is so crazy. <laughs> we were just texting back and forth. And I think one of the brands that I that I work with had asked if I was going to be attending. And my immediate, res- immediate response was no. And just because as a mom of three, right. going out of town for three days, five hours away, I, I have never done this before. Wow. And I was like, it felt like an impossible thing for me to do, even though it was totally possible. Wow. But I just think that that's just a mom's mentality is like, oh, it'll be too much trouble. You know, this is not the season for me to do that. Yeah. So that little text from that brand um, prompted me to reach out to Caroline. And I'm like, hey, are, are you going for sure again this year? Which I knew the answer to that. But <laughs> I was telling her that I was mulling over potentially going and if she thought I should do it. And of course, she responded back with, a million exclamation <laughs> points. And yes, absolutely. You should go for it. And my husband was sitting next to me on the couch. And oh. I said, what do you think about if I do this? He goes, you should do this. Oh. And I'm like, all right, booked it right then. And that was it. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I love hearing the details and I love to, you know, how, how open you are to be able to say, and I, I'm sure I'm not in that season of motherhood yet, but that's quite a feat to mentally say, I'm going to go away for three days. Like you said, five hours away to have the support system. And uh, side note, I want all these husbands to come some year so they can all have fun oh together. Goodness. Yes. Because- I feel like that there could be a separate men's husband's dad's oh, event. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I think they all would just like crack up at their wives in the best way, the kindest way of just like these uh, girls chasing their absolutely. dreams and us saying yes. You know, that that's my yeah. husband's mentality anyway. Taking a million pictures. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, and so tell me this, as you're thinking about coming, um, because again, I think it's so key that you've shared that this was really something your original thought was like, no, I'm, I'm not coming. Once you said yes, what was your your thought as you're as you're going? You know, what was the main takeaway you hope to receive from the conference, if any, if there was one? To be honest, for me, I was so looking forward to the respite that I was going to get. Wow. As I mentioned, I had never done this before, so to me, this was kind of a nice excuse to take just an extended solo break for myself. And so I went into it with like, well, if if nothing else, I mean, if I learn nothing from this, at least I'll have a nice three-day getaway to Sea Island. What's not to love about that? That's awesome. <laughs> but I had also never really done anything as a personal business development sort of activity wow. as it pertained to my blog. And I can get to this in a little bit, but as a solo um, member of the Texaflora company, quote unquote, which still feels very sometimes silly to say out loud, but it is what it is. (laughs) I I don't have anyone to, you know, sit in a boardroom with and run ideas by. And so I was really looking forward and hopeful that I would just kind of have a collective community of like-minded women that I could ask honest questions to, and just troubleshoot back and forth and brainstorm and really just have a place where we could have open dialogue and just kind of see what sticks, you know, throw some things around and talk about things that I don't really have anyone to talk about that sort of stuff with. Yeah. Absolutely. That that's you. I mean, uh, just one of those pause and rewind moments. If you want to hear my thoughts, that was exactly it. Somebody 
talk to me about what I'm doing. Because like you said, to be the solo, I mean, you're the CEO, CFO, you're the secretary, you're literally every possible, you know, bookkeeper, everything. Yeah, yeah yes. bookkeeper, everything. So I love what you just shared. I, I could not agree more. Well, tell me this because it's been really fun to hear. I've asked I've asked a lot of ladies this question and it's it's really fun to hear what the logistics were. But for you, tell us, where did you come from? What were the logistics you had to work with to actually make this happen? <laughs> so, I came from the Palm Beach area where we live and that is about 5 hours away from Sea Island. So, I chose to drive there. And I, I left the morning of the Wednesday of the conference, okay. so I think I got up at 4 a.m. that day, which oh if God. I would have done it differently, I would have left on Tuesday yeah. and just you know spent an extra night because it was fine. I'm used to early wake-up calls, but let's just say by <laughs> Wednesday at 3 o'clock, I was like, I need at least three more cups of coffee right now. <laughs> I was tired. I was feeling that early morning, you know, alarm clock and the drive and just the the socialization, which is an interesting thing. I kind of want to talk to you for a second in that I feel like a lot of creative people tend to be introverted. And so going into this conference, I was very nervous about the amount of um, quote unquote elevator, you yeah. know, pitches and speeches that I was gonna have to give and just casual chit chat and that can be very draining for me. Yeah. And so I actually found it to be quite the opposite. It was very energizing to me to wow. get to meet so many people. And I think a lot of it was too that there were so many people that I had existing relationships with and getting to see them in person yeah. was just like this jolt of joy yep. and was just so invigorating and fun. And so anyways, that was a little tangent, but oh. um Beyond that, just logistically of arranging childcare and making sure that I had three days of full home life preparation for my family. Uh, and so it was, it, it took a little bit of, a, of an effort to, to make all of the logistics happen, mm -hmm. but it came together. Well, I think that question is, it's, it's one that some people could think like, okay, but you know, who cares, Emily, what, what are you talking, you, we're doing a recap of the conference. I think it just goes to show, I love asking it, it goes to show the behind the scenes that we're maybe not seeing on social media, we're maybe not seeing, you know, the, the photos of the, um, you know, food packed or whatnot. Like these are the things that, that you do in love. And it's not always the, the thing on the forefront, but it's just so incredibly encouraging to me to hear women like you, mothers who were able, I mean, the logistics for you while driving for him and then making sure that an entire group of people were, were good to go. I mean, I had a dog and a husband to think about, so it's really cool. So thank you. I, I love hearing kind of the update there. Now, are you a self-proclaimed introvert? So I, yes, I would say that I kind of toe the line a little bit in that I really am more of an introvert and in that to recharge myself and for my creative energy to really be stirred up and motivated, I do that best when I'm alone. Wow. However, I do love a good party. I love to have fun, but I have a timeline when that needs to end. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's so interesting. I love what you shared too. I have found that many, like you said, many creatives are introverted and to be able to meet women in person, you can get that sense. You're like, Oh, but, but I personally am very much an extrovert, but many of my close friends are introverted. So I very much connect to the introvert. My mom is, uh, is like the biggest introvert I know. So it's fun to hear that that's the case for you. Now, remind me, where did you stay? So this is a funny story. We have stayed at Sea Island in the past with our family, oh. and we stayed at the Cloister and had a phenomenal time, which if you do have a family, it really is a great place to take a vacation. Just a little side yeah. note on that. Yeah. <laughs> but when I booked my, when I purchased my ticket to the summit, let's just say reading the fine print is not my strong suit. Same. And so <laughs> it was about, well, I don't know. Two two to three weeks before the summit was going to take place, and I was chatting back and forth with my friend Sarah Tucker, yep. and she was telling me that she was going to be sharing a room with Grace Hamlin, and I was like, oh, are we going to have roommates? I just assumed that we would each have our own room, and she goes, well, when you called to book your <laughs> hotel room, did you note, notate if you were going to have someone with you? And I said, oh, we were supposed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> So needless to say, I totally missed the um, room block window to book your room. (laughs) Yes. And so I called in a, you know, panic on a Saturday morning about three weeks before. And I'm like, I'm with the Southern Sea Summit. Is there any way that you have any rooms left at that, you know, special rate that you had? And they were so kind and gracious and said, yes, we will still honor it. Unfortunately, there are no rooms left at the cloister, but we do have some rooms at the end. And I said, perfect. I will take that. I was just grateful to have any place. (laughs) So I had really no expectations about what the end was. I knew it was a more budget-friendly option, but I was really pleasantly surprised and my expectations were exceeded with the experience there and the quality of the the room. So if budget is a factor in getting you there, it's really nice that they offer the inn as just a secondary option if the cloister doesn't fit your budget um, or if you're just looking to be more conscious and you know how much you're spending there. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. And I've only heard good things. There's been quite a few in the in this mini series. Lots of ladies have been at the inn and they thoroughly enjoyed it. So that's funny to hear yeah. that you were like, wait, what? Hold on, what's happening? Oh my goodness. Yeah. I know. I know. That's so <laughs> funny. Well, um, it's really fun too, because I'd love to know, like you mentioned, you were able to meet so many women in person. Was there anyone that you were really excited to meet? Uh, well, beyond you. <laughs> I was very excited to meet you in person and so sweet. got the biggest hug from you when we were able to meet in person yes. at um, that first little event, the shopping event that they had. Yes. So, and then I was also so excited to meet Lisa Kirk Aww. and um, Jessica Petticord, who were friends of mine from online. Yes. And then other brands that I've gotten to work with that I've never had the opportunity to meet in person, mm. like Abby Glass. Um, I so admire Sue Sarter and mm. Leela Rose just in the fashion world is that's something that's a huge passion of mine. Mm. Um, a little surprise friend that I didn't know was going to be there. And when I saw her, I think my aunt, like I dropped, dropped my bag and <laughs> just said, Helen, <laughs> was uh, Helen Martinez uh, Weekend Wayfair. Oh, um, yes. So fun to meet her. I feel like she's everyone's favorite internet personality oh. who also just happens to design and create fabulous bags and she's going to be releasing clothing soon. And so, yeah, I think 
those were the main ones. And then I was really hopeful that I was going to get to meet the two founders from Tucker Nug, but they ended up being virtual. Yes. But I'm just a longtime big fan of their brand and I've been so grateful to get to work with them. So I was hopeful to get to shake their hand in person, but getting to hear them was equally as wonderful too. Well, and that's a challenging question because really the list, you guys, is endless. I mean, there were so there were so many women there. It was it was impossible to to kind of narrow it down, but you did a great job. (laughs) Well, (laughs) what was your favorite? There's so many different like activities that we had set up. And I'm really curious to know what was your favorite conference activity and maybe give us the why behind it. So I really enjoyed the speaker sessions, which I feel like was kind of the meat and potatoes of the conference. I'm naturally a listener, and so I just appreciated being able to sit there and take in all of the wisdom and knowledge and experience and just personal stories. It's always so neat to get to know the person a little bit, and so many of the speakers really let us into their personal lives. And I so enjoyed getting to be the recipient of just having that little insight into to hearing that about them. And then, of course, it was just beyond inspiring to hear so many women, some of who I knew and others that I didn't. So I really enjoyed that aspect the most. Oh, and the sip and shop was really fun too. Yes, yes. All of the attendees who had small businesses, particularly in the fashion or jewelry or home gifting world, they were able to set up little mini pop-up shops. And so it was a really unique experience to get to just kind of touch and feel and interact with the designer or the shop owner. And then they had some fabulous drinks and it was just fun. Yes. It was so fun. And I'm walking through asking people, how much does this cost? How much does that cost? Girl, it doesn't cost anything. (laughs) Like what? That that was my favorite part about it. No. Okay. So this is so fun. It's just so fun to hear your perspective and and the main takeaways that that you've kind of had. But I want to dive in. I want to hear a little bit more perhaps, and this is, again, this is kind of a challenging question to answer, but was there someone that you would say maybe was your favorite speaker or or maybe you had a takeaway from a, a conversation that you heard that really stuck with you? Maybe a favorite favorite thought there? Yeah. So I think my favorite speakers were probably Morgan and Brett from Shop Biru yeah. and then Mary Huddleston from Mrs. Southern Social. Yeah. And I'm I'm sad to say that I wasn't very familiar with Buru prior to the conference. I don't know how they weren't on my radar, yes. but I just was living under the proverbial <laughs> rock, I guess. But anyways, I found myself sitting on the edge of my seat most of the time as I listened to them share. Mm. And I think it was twofold in that I'm I'm such a romantic at heart and hearing them share about their personal life and business life was so captivating to me. And I also loved just how much they chose to prioritize their family life in conjunction with running Buru and being okay with things not going to plan per the standards of the typical business world. So I I just, I found that really refreshing in just a world where it can be like all about goal setting and, you know, meeting your marks and achieving X, Y, and Z and projection and all of these, you know, terms that sometimes were just flying over my head with, um, you know, other presenters, which was so valuable. I don't want to discredit that yeah. at all, but I just really found myself leaning into them because I think it resonated so much with me because I saw so much of myself 
in them and that my primary responsibility and job beyond, you know, running Texaflora, which is what I was there at the conference for, is it's about my family because when I come to the end of my life, Mm -hmm. you know, it is, it is my family that I hope that, um, is the most important thing. And I just felt like that they kind of got that. Mm. And it, it just, like I said, really resonated deeply with me. Mm. And then Mary, oh my goodness, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly was so surprised by Mary and yes. that I, I really, and I mean this to the utmost respect yeah. for her, but I was really looking forward to hearing her speech because I'm like, oh good, they're going to like bring in some entertainment <laughs> for yes. us. Because I'm sure, just like you and so many of you who are listening, Mary's Instagram stories are just like sitting down and watching a sitcom. It is the best and just such a bright spot in the day most days. So, But I I just found that I had the most alignment with what she was sharing. And I think because her being a content creator, which is just one of the many, you know, businesses that she facilitates – um, it was just, I was able to take away a lot of really good practical takeaways and advice from someone who started really small with her audience and it's just exploded. Yeah. And she was very transparent in her strategy and game plan as to how she went about doing that. And because I think for me, a lot of the times I just open up my phone some days and I'm like, okay, well, today I'll feel like sharing this and right. I have a partnership with this brand and I have to do this and that and an advertisement for this company. And I just don't feel like I always necessarily have like a structured Mm -hmm. roadmap with that. And Mary was just really kind of able to spell out, you know, bullet point by bullet point about, you know, setting our tone and defining yourself and everything should should connect back to your core pillars. And she talked about having a shtick. And I'm like, I don't know if I have a shtick or if I'm ever going to have a shtick. She definitely has a shtick and it's clearly working for her. But it was I just found it very fascinating to hear from someone who was doing something similar to what I was doing. And she's just been extremely successful with it. So yeah. it was really inspiring to hear her. Well, such a great recap on both. Because I think for me, I felt specifically connected to previous guests, and both of them were. So I could not agree more with every element, every takeaway. And I love the family just pause that that you just shared, uh, you know, that that's going to be your number one always. And it's just so cool to think that even while you were at the conference, you were being encouraged in that realm of life as well, which many yeah. conferences you might go to. And it's like, you might actually feel as though, and again, this is not the case for the Southern Sea, but I'm sure women could go to a conference and feel not invigorated in the home life and really, really think, how can I, how can I go back and implement everything I've learned? But for the Southern Sea, it's very much thinking about continuing to think about the family, continuing to place that um, at the greatest point of value, which I think is really cool. Many women there, including um, the two that you just mentioned that spoke that that's the case for them. So I found that to be like, wow, I don't think that's the case at every conference. So it's like, what? Agreed. Okay. Now this, I'm really eager to hear, and I'm going to give you a little warning that it's loaded. It's a loaded question, but I'm really excited to hear these next few thoughts. What was perhaps the greatest lesson you walked away from the week with? Yes, Emily, that is a very loaded question <laughs> because to simplify that into one thing feels nearly impossible, yep. but 
I feel like this somewhat circles back to what I was talking about with Brett and um, Morgan from from Buru and that Leela Rose, which I have not spoken about her yet, and I would be so remiss to <laughs> just totally not mention her her session because yeah. it really was just so wonderful. But she said one thing in particular that I wrote down and starred and circled. And that was that a brand that stays true to their values is something that is very vital in today's world. Mm. And from her perspective, you know, clearly she runs an extremely, you know, world-renowned business. And for them, they have to be very transparent Mm -hmm. in what it is, the things that they prioritize. Mm -hmm. And the consumer wants to know what those things are. And when I started doing this, you know, the, the word influencer, content creator, it can really get a bad Rap. I mean, there's a reason why there's the influencers in the wild Instagram <laughs> account. And yes. it's so easy to just, you know, haha, when you see the people on the street taking their pictures and all of that. So I say all that and that doing this sort of thing can very easily turn into just a vanity campaign. Yeah. You know, it's like, right, yeah. I'm just going to only show you myself and it's going to be all these pictures of myself. Yeah. And So when I started this, I really had a desire to share something more than just the frivolous, fun things of life, Mm -hmm. being it clothes, which is, you know, a primary thing that I share. But I really wanted to let people into what I have found to be the greatest thing in life. And, you know, for me, that's that's my faith. Mm -hmm. And so as as Leela was talking about this, it just reminded me of, you know, what is the reason why I started Text the Flora and I wanted to honor the legacy of the women who had gone before me. My great grandmother was a cake baker and you know I love to share recipes and bake. My grandmother had her own shop and where she did manicures and pedicures and sold clothes oh. and jewelry and then you know my mother is just the epitome of grace and love and serving others well. Mm. And I just wanted to share those gifts that had been imparted with me to the world. And that's kind of what I felt like that I could offer in a space that could, you know, otherwise feel very oversaturated with a lot of the same things. And so, like I said, you know, for me, I'm going to, you know, intertwine the, the things that mean the most to me and the things that I value most in life in and throughout everything that I share Mm. on Instagram and on my blog. So as I'm listening to Leela speak, you know, here I am at this conference learning how to pitch myself and to grow brand awareness and generate more channels to communicate with my audience and all these things that are so helpful and practical that I'd really never thought about before. Um, all of these things weren't even the, in the realm of my reality when I, I bought a website do- domain and came up with a catchy blog title oh. in my living room, you know, <laughs> four years ago. Oh. And so as I, I, I found myself sitting there in that ballroom surrounded by all these women, and I almost kind of reverted back to myself in my living room again mm. and just me and my laptop and just why am I doing this? Why am I hitting publish on these things? Mm. And so I just really appreciated Leela addressing that. And, you know, for 
for a big company like that, they could easily just be about the bottom line. But, you know, for her to say, it's about what you value and people really care about that. And so it was just a good reminder to me to really stay true to myself and the things that I believe matter most in life and, and sharing that with others. Oh my goodness. So well said. What a, I mean, loaded question, but loaded and fabulous answer. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to kind of think about that. And uh, I, I personally just want to say, I think you do a great job of that. And I, I not only being friends with you, but having followed you, I would be able to tell you some of those pillars, some of those things that I knew were true about you. So you've done a fabulous job with what you're building. Love, love, love it. Well, this is a question too that I've been really excited about. What are your action items? What are we going to see from you or what are we not going to see from you? What are you doing behind the scenes after this conference? (laughs) Action item number one is I need a major refresh of my website. So if you are listening and this is your expertise and you would like to potentially work with Texaflora in creating a new, more user-friendly, interactive website experience, that is something that I am ready to invest in and just put more effort and intention into. Because like I said... I do spend most of my time on Instagram, but Mark Zuckerberg or Meta or whoever owned it, <laughs> it could all be gone tomorrow. Yes. So my website is what I own and I just need to be more intentional about doing that. Oh, that's so awesome. That's so exciting. That's a, that's yeah. such a huge takeaway. I'm like, oh. yeah. I think too, just, you know, I want to be more intentional about pitching myself to brands mm-hmm. that dream of working with. I think that a lot of times it feels so daunting to do that, but you'll never, I mean, it's the age old saying, you know, you'll never know until you try. And the worst thing they can say is no. And I just really felt motivated and um, desire to just start reaching out more and just seeing what can happen. And then I forget who said this, but it was one of the amazing women who led our first session. Uh, Lydia Finette. Oh, yes. And the two wonderful, Sandra. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> but let me look. I'll look up their names and you you share what you're thinking. Anyways, it was either Sandra or um, the other female who was speaking. I really appreciated that they said to set your end goal and figure out how to work backwards from there. Mm. And I don't know if I'd ever really thought of my end goal with this because it has just been such a little by little, one day at a time, we'll see where this goes sort of approach to it. And I really, just as she said that, I'm like, you know what? I really need to define what is my greatest hope to come out of this and how how can I reach that? And whether or not that happens or it takes a different path, I still think it's really valuable to just write that down and define that. Mm, I mean, absolutely. And to think back, it's almost hard to even go back. But yes, it was Lydia Finette, Ashley Miles, and Sandra Ashley. Campos. They were amazing. Yes. And like you said, just that takeaway that write it out. What What is this going to look like for you Um Wow. It's so funny. I just, I have takeaways that I think I'm done taking away things and then I keep taking things away. Thank you, Blair. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, this has just been so much fun and to hear what we can kind of be, you know, looking forward to and, and, and whatnot from you is key. Now I've been asking this question. It's kind of silly, but I think it's a great encouragement for listeners. Would you recommend this conference to other female entrepreneurs? A hundred percent 
Yes. And if you think that this is not for you, you are wrong. <laughs> because I was that person that assumed that it was not for me, that I wasn't established enough, that, you know, what what could I learn from this wow. that would really be everyday, you know, applicable takeaways. And as you said, I am still processing and still just the wheels are turning. And the relationships, I think that is probably my favorite thing about it is the relationships that I took away from it. And just, they could be lifelong friends as well. Whether or not we only get to see each other annually at the summit and just keep in touch um, online and, you know, through the rest of the year, I just was so encouraged and grateful for the wonderful women that I got to meet and engage with and connect with. And it was fabulous. Likewise, likewise. <laughs> well, I know that many of my listeners likely already follow you. They probably came here excited to hear from you. But Blair, where can listeners connect with you? You can find me on Instagram at, at Texaflora or on Facebook there at the same handle. And then my website is texaflora.com. <sighs> Easy, easy. You guys go and check out all of Blair's fabulous work. She is a dear friend of mine and dare I say, likely a lifelong friend coming up. So Blair, thank you so much. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of How'd She Do That? I am Emily Landers. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Landers and the podcast at How'd She Do That Podcast. We hope you'll join us next Tuesday for a new episode. We will talk to you soon.